Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Catch us on the ESPN app. And don't forget your smart speaker. Just say play ESPN Radio with Keyshawn Johnson. I am Freddie Coleman. It's so much fun when you have something like this and people talk about the other team that didn't get him when it comes to Donovan Mitchell going to Cleveland and not the New York Knicks. Let's bring Quentin Richardson, who was a terrific NBA shooter. He played in the NBA as a three-point shooting champion. Now host of the Knuckleheads podcast. It's a great podcast. And hit him up on Twitter at QRich. Realistically, Q, in your mind, what does Donovan Mitchell and this deal going to the Cavaliers and not to the Knicks do for the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference? Man, what's up, Q? What's up, Freddie? What's up, uh, baby? Man, I think it's a huge addition for uh, for Cleveland. Man, it obviously gets them a you know all star at the at the you know at the off guard combo guard position, and it makes them that much deeper. I mean, it pushes guys that could have been starting to the bench as in you know six man and backup roles where they are much deeper in a, in a in a much stronger team. Now, I think that was a huge. I mean, you know, like I said on Twitter, man, the, the Knicks had thought they had the deal, and, and the Cavs came out of nowhere and slid in the DMs and got the deal done. <laughs> so, you said they're stronger, right, Q? But how legit are they? Do they fall in that four category, or are they six, seven, eight still? I think they right there in that that four that mid category key, and I think it, I, I think they have they have a they have space to go to grow and go up. I mean, you know how it is. It depends on how thing how really well things hit off and how fast they mesh and you know mix in and, and blend in together. But I mean, I think they could at least be at four, and I think they could you know end up higher depending on how things play out for them. How much better would it be for Donovan Mitchell where he doesn't have to be the main facilitator? Because that Darius Garland guy is no joke with the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, that's one of the main reasons I feel like it's a it's a, it's a great it's a great move for for Donovan in particular because he 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 gets to play now. He's in the backcourt with another All Star who's proven that he can really you know he can really get the job done. And like you say, he doesn't Donovan doesn't have to have the ball as much. Uh, he's around a, a great group of young guys. I think they got a chance to grow together and grow into something and build, you know, build some type of chemistry and some type of culture there with each other. And they, get, I think they got a really high ceiling for the future. As you continue to cover the NBA and, and, and look at teams and look at the New York Knicks, by the Knicks not getting this deal done for Donovan Mitchell, does this set, and although they signed R.J. Barrett to an extension, does this set the Knicks back some To me, that's a yes or no question. I think it. I think it. You know, the optics of it. You know, it looks like, oh, here we go, the Knicks again. You know, because the whole summer going into the summer it was like they're going to get. I mean, Donovan was kind of the guy that, that was that was you know outlined and kind of put out in the spotlight that they were going to get him. Obviously, there was. He's got New York ties and things like that, and he'd been there playing and different things in the summer. So, uh, but I think you know what what they were asking for to get him wouldn't have been good for the Knicks after they got him. I mean, it would have been, okay, yeah, we got Donovan, but at what cost? And I think, you know, as the you know, New York fans should, should just kind of remember what it took for them to gut the whole team to get Carmelo. And then once you got him, if they would have just waited to that summer, it would have been a, a whole different situation. So I think, you know, I think that was, that was kind of in the back of those guys' minds over in New York. And I think the front office – you know they did a good job not making that deal because I think it was it would have gutted the team and gutted picks and, and took a lot of stuff from where they wouldn't have been in, in, in such a great place even if they got Donovan. 
Great stuff by Quinn Richardson, former NBA player, now host of the Knuckleheads podcast. Hit him on Twitter, Q Rich, joining Keyshawn Johnson and Freddie Coleman on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You understand the Knicks culture, and I put culture in air quotes, especially when it comes to the owner, James Dolan, and that organization. You can throw words out there about misconception and narrative, but what is the biggest misconception that people have about an organization, the Knicks, that you played for? Man, for me, from 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 actually playing that for four years, I feel like the bigger misconception is that that the blame is always totally and solely blamed on. I feel more so like Dolan than, than the organization, and I my experience wasn't that man. I'm not you know here to defend or say that Dolan is some you know whatever. I'm not trying to defend what people say about him, but from my from my experience, man, it, it, he's not as bad as people think. And he was not as involved, and he was not meddling with the things as much as people had, had had thought from the outside. That's just my experience from when I was there and what I experienced and what I saw. And he did, like, you know, if for a comparison, I played for about five or six other organizations. New York, New York Knicks are are, are, are are top shelf. They don't do anything second tier. They do, like, he, he, he spends the money for the players, for the team, for everybody, and Everything was extremely first class, and I and I say that to say that it was higher than a lot of other teams that I played for. When it comes to, you know, whatever he does, from hotels to to the planes to just the, the how we're taken care of, and when things happen, whether it was emergencies or tragedy, the he and the team stepped up. You know, giving the team the whole team flew to my brother. You know, he flew the whole team and staff to my brother's funeral. My family and myself personally used the private jet two to three times to go back and forth when everything was going on. So I mean, he he to me he 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 did above and beyond things. I feel like he gets a bad rap in a lot of ways, but I mean, I understand some of the things that have happened, and he you know he's earned some of that. But I mean, at the same time, I think some of the things that he does that are great don't get you know acknowledged at all. I mean, look at how many former players work for the Knicks and and have a career working for the Knicks and have been there a long time. That 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 means something. There's not a lot of organizations that you see like taking care of people like you know that that way after the after they're done playing and still making a career out of it. So why doesn't the New York Knicks organization pump that narrative out more about James Dolan? Because I think because the misconception is out there that keeps men that keeps guys from wanting to sign on with the New York Knicks as free agents. I don't know. I don't think nobody want to hear that narrative, <laughs> Freddie. I, I think you know it, it, it's 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 easy to go with what they've been going with. But I think you know I think at some point there will be some player who's going to be you know a star, a big enough star to come there and, and not be afraid of of you know the the fans and everything that comes with being in New York. And I think you know if somebody just just sees like yo bro, you don't got to go there and win the whole championship and do everything. If they see that you that you you know you you landed on the line and you gonna scrap and you gonna dog and fight and claw for it for them and they gonna you know you gonna show them that you you cut from the same cloth as New Yorkers and you a blue collar hard worker grinder I mean they gonna love you man look at look at Starks look at some of the guys that they love it wasn't because they delivered championships and this it was because they knew that they were gonna lay everything they had out on the line every night and. That's all fans really want to see, man. They want to see you care as much as them, and see that you put it, put it, put it, put your all into it. And, and once you do that, you know they can respect you. I feel like I feel like New York fans, you know they 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 hard, they true, they know they know what they know. But I, I think they respect guys that go out there and lay everything they got on the line. 
He's always outstanding as not just a former NBA player, but his Knuckleheads podcast is terrific. By the way, great follow on Twitter, Q Rich. He is Quinn Richardson joining us. Great perspective and also great honesty about the Knicks and James Dillon, the fan base here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Always appreciate you, Q. Have a good weekend, and thanks so much. All right, buddy. Yes, sir, fellas. By the Cavs with the new backcourt of Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell will get in the zone this season and get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Breaking news. The Broncos and Russell Wilson. Five years, $245 million extension. Yeah, but how much is the guarantee? Buck 65. They're recorrecting the market. Lamar will come in around $200 million fully guaranteed. By the way, you can always join the conversation on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, as well as on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. Courtesy to Dr. Pepper, call in line, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let us know, was giving Russell Wilson the extension really the best move for the Denver Broncos, 888-729-3776. Keyshawn, I never get in the way of anybody getting their money. If the Broncos say we want to give him $165 million of guaranteed money to finally have a face for the organization as a quarterback that is still in the prime of his career with the young receivers we have led by Jerry Judy and Corlin Sutton and a pretty good defense, we're going to give him that kind of money. It's not even about the quarterback extension money market because they believe if we got a guy, we're going to pay that guy, have everything else rally around him because Denver has not had that for a long time at that position. Look, if this is a, a good situation – for Russell Wilson, because Russell Wilson, from a from a overall success in Seattle, there was a certain style in which Seattle played. Mm-hmm. They ran the ball, they played defense, and they allowed him to make a few plays here and there. And I think that's what he could do in Denver. Denver was a strong running team a year ago. They rushed for about 1,900 yards as a unit. And they got a couple receivers that may be able to make some plays. We don't know. If Cortland Sutton, along with Jared Judy, have been uh, somewhat of a disappointment because mm-hmm. of the quarterbacks or because of their own abilities, we'll know because you can't keep changing our quarterbacks. Russell Wilson's going to be there. We'll know what they are because of Russell Wilson. When you give somebody $165 million of guaranteed money, 290 something over the life of the deal or the seven year package, you got to believe in him. You got to believe that that's the guy that could get you over the top. Seattle clearly in the end didn't believe that Russell Wilson could go any further than he already had taken him. And I always go back to franchise quarterbacks. Right. Teams don't leave or lose their franchise quarterback. They don't get rid of them. Mm-hmm. They keep them. Yeah. That, that, that's just the reality of it. And I understand when you say, well, they've outgrown each other. They got tired and this, that, and the other. Yes, that's true. But the Green Bay Packers got tired of Aaron Rodgers, too. <laughs> and guess what they did? They begged him to come back. Okay? And so when you look at that, it's hard for me to think, why would you allow your star quarterback mm-hmm. to go to another team? Mm-hmm. You cave into your star quarterback and you allow him to participate unless you don't believe he's good enough right. to take you where you need to go. Yeah. I go in and, and, and I remember the Pittsburgh Steelers are let they let Neil O'Donnell walk out the building after they lost the Super Bowl to the Cowboys in free agency. They elected not to pay him because they didn't think he was good enough. Right. They, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happens in these situations. That's why I'm like, 
Okay, so they know him more than we do. They know what he was better than we do, even though we think we know. They see him every single day, and Pete Carroll and, and Snyder decided we're going to trade him. To me, this seemed to be the ultimate of a yardstick measuring contest involving Seattle and Russell Wilson. No, my yardstick's bigger than yours. No, my yardstick is bigger than yours. And Pete Carroll has power in that organization. He does. And he it got to a point, and this is just me spitballing, Key, that he said, you know what? Are we going to be closer to the Super Bowl championship with him the way that he wants to go about it? No. We want to go back to what we know worked. Have yeah. a solid quarterback, run the football, play tough defense. It's going to be hard to do that with Geno Smith and, and or Drew Locke as your quarterbacks this year. But they're willing to kind of have a gap year key to know that going forward, the guy that they can bring in will be a lot more in line with what they want to do from a philosophical standpoint because Russell Wilson did not want to play that game any longer when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll. But let me ask you this, though. Okay. Is it going to be hard with Geno Smith? It'll be is a lot. Go, if they're going back to what they think was successful for mm, him, right. which is hand the ball off and make two plays a game, in the passing game, and we're going to play defense. And we won a Super Bowl and got to another Super Bowl doing it that way, and we think we could do it again because we don't need to build a passing game sure. around a 45 to $50 million quarterback because when we won it all and when we got there, we were not paying a quarterback 40 to $50 million. He was just serviceable. Do you think that they think they could do that again with Geno Smith? I don't I don't know what they believe with Geno Smith. I just think they look at it and saying, like you mentioned, both got tired of each other. I think Seattle got tired more of Russell Wilson than Russell Wilson got tired of the Seattle Seahawks. And when it comes to that, if you are not on the same page, the organization will make that decision for you. Now, it's nice to have a golden parachute to Russell Wilson, not only landing in Denver, but you get $165 million in guaranteed money. But Seattle's willing to bet on thinking even he goes there and get that kind of money. He's not going to win the way he could have won here because he's going to have to do something that he's not good at. That is throwing the football all over the park and having that be a championship situation with a different team. It didn't work in Seattle. And to me, Key, they're betting on that's not going to work with Russell Wilson in that division with the Denver Broncos despite getting that money. You know, he is good at throwing the football all over the lot. He's very accurate. He 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 does. But in the end, is there interception here? There was a fumble there that put Seattle in situations sometimes that they didn't want to be in because it was costly. Mm-hmm. But he is good at sure. throwing the football. Yes, Russ he is. cooking was phenomenal. But you don't win that way. At least Seattle didn't win that way. That wasn't the way that they won. Right. And when you don't win that way, you have a taste in your mouth for the way you did win. Mm-hmm. And he wants to do what Aaron Rodgers is doing and what Tom Brady is doing and what Matt Ryan was doing. And Seattle wasn't doing that. They was doing it a different way. And they gave him an opportunity to do it his way, and it didn't get him anywhere. They didn't get out of the first round. And so in the end, they like, man, we can't even get out of the damn first round. <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman, and Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Weigh in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Trey in Ohio, what he's got to say about Russell Wilson getting all this new money from the Denver Broncos leaving Seattle. Hey, man, let me just say, man, it's an honor. Thank you for having me on. Keyshawn, you were one of my favorite going up watching you, man, on TV. But, uh, hey, I, I love the uh, Russell Wilson contract. 
the Broncos, they're used to stability at the QB, and I think they got that guy. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson is a grade-A quarterback, man. He's a franchise guy. He's a superstar. I mean, he look at look at him. He has a great family, Sierra's his wife, you know. And, <laughs> you know, he comes from a winning situation. And he, he already has a chip. You know, he's been back. You know, he, he he's a great he's a competitor. He he'll, he'll take I think he will take the Denver Broncos to a championship in the next 3 years. Okay. Well, they're hoping that he'll do that in sooner than that because key the NFL second by second. It's not year by year. It is second by second. You give Russell Wilson that kind of stroke, that kind of money, you're expecting immediate dividends no matter what kind of division the AFC West is going to be. Well, yeah, you want you want it immediate because if if not if you wait too long, he's getting older, and those younger guys are getting more mature. So a guy like Justin Herbert is more—he's getting more mature at the position, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 so when you uh, Patrick Mahomes, for all he's done in his young career, he becomes more mature three years from now. So imagine what they're doing now, and when they really get to a point where it's nice and ripe, right. imagine what they're gonna look like, and then Russell Wilson is getting older. That's what you got to look for. Either way, Mina Kimes, ESPN NFL analyst and Seattle Seahawks fan, when she's on NFL Live, she said, hey, Denver, you did the right thing giving Russell Wilson all that money. I think this is a team that's been wandering the quarterback wilderness for quite some time, ever since Peyton Manning. It makes sense that they would be thrilled to you know, pay a quarterback who's been the model of consistency until, as you said, last year. I expect him to bounce back. Obviously, he was banged up. The only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is this deal does take Russell into his mid to late 30s, and a lot of his game is predicated on mobility, which has declined a little bit in recent years. So that's something I would keep my eye on this season with Denver as his scrambling has gone down. But otherwise, it's a no-brainer for Denver. Derek in Connecticut at 888-729-3776. Derek, what do you got to say about Russell Wilson and getting that money from the Denver Broncos? I just want to know who spiked Keyshawn's coffee this morning, man. He's talking blasphemy like (laughs) Russell Wilson ain't a top-ten quarterback and a Super Bowl winner, man. No, no, no. No, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's not what How did I – Say he wasn't a Super Bowl winner, a top ten quarterback. You're just you made it sound like the Seahawks decided to part ways with Russell Wilson because he wasn't the guy that's going to get it done for them. Okay, so you you like Russell Wilson as a quarterback, right? I do too. Of course, how could you not like but Russell I also, Wilson as a quarterback? But, but I also understand how they won the Super Bowls, and I also understand yeah. how have, they didn't go back to a Super Bowl based on what they wanted to do with Russell Wilson. So I'm, all I'm trying to explain to you is the, when, when you're in the situations with Seattle or any NFL team for that matter, and you are a winning Super Bowl quarterback, not a guy who just appears in a Super Bowl, but a winning Super Bowl quarterback, not only won one, but gone to two, they don't just trade you. They, they hold on to you to the dear end to your last you can tie your last shoelace up, being Roethlisberger, for instance. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just one that come to mind. I can give you many examples. They don't tell you there's the door. They try to hold on to you like Aaron Rodgers. They try to hold on to you. Even if you mad as hell, they don't care because they can't replace that if they feel that way about you. Doesn't mean we don't like him. I'm just telling you what. I've seen since I've been playing football 
and covering it. That's all. Derek, your response. I'm just thinking that I don't think it's the Russell Wilson situation. Their their ground game completely fell apart in Seattle, and that's that's Seattle's biggest issue is O line, running back room. You know, I don't know about wide receiver depth is probably an issue too, but they got two of the best receivers in the league in DK Metcalf and Lockett. Those are two of the best receivers. Receiver in the league, I think he's, I think he's he's mediocre at best. But who DK? No, not DK. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Lockett. No, he's more than more. He's better what the, mediocre. What are you? What he's are you mediocre. watching? Yeah, he's not mediocre. No, man. I, I I think a lot of that is Russell Wilson extending plays and finding Tyler Lockett downfield. I think we're going to see how good they are when they're playing with bum quarterbacks like the like the Broncos receivers were playing with. You know, well, well number one, the Broncos Derek, have been struggling at the quarterback position for how many years now? Well, Derek, that, but but yeah. that's what I said. If you was listening to the show, I said. It, we'll see what Cortland Sutton and Jared Judy is now that they have Russell Wilson who can throw the football. We'll see. We'll see what it is. Or if they give you the same thing they've always given you. Put it this way. If you're the Seattle Seahawks, no matter how mediocre your quarterbacks are going to be, at least they're throwing a DK Metcalf. Now, he's going to be the one frustrated if the ball's not getting him the way it used to get to him from Russell Wilson. Exactly. That, that'll be the issue. But, but so funny, Freddie, though, I love, I love listeners and call-in people and stuff like that uh-huh. because they don't listen. They hear what they want to hear. Oh, yeah. like, he was what def- are you yeah. talking about? People, when they defend somebody, they're always going to have <laughs> – I always say this about something like that when it comes to debates. Sometimes it's not what the debate brings to you. It's what you bring to the debate. And his thought was, you guys are dogging Russell Wilson, and that's not what we're doing. But Seattle has no mind. We won that way. We tried to win it your way, a championship, and it didn't work. So we're going to go back to the way we're going to do it, and Russell didn't want to do that. That's yeah. why they're parting of the ways. Look, man, we've had a number of people on different shows from that played on Seattle's Super Bowl-winning team and Super Bowl-losing team. And every last one of them say the same thing. Well, they tried to go with Russell Wilson as an aired-out dude, and you see where they got him. That, that, it, so these are dudes that was in the huddle on the team in the locker room, not me. That's the guys who won a Super Bowl with him. Oh, they just hating on him because he got Sierra. Man, I don't have anything to do with that. We don't, All I know yeah. is these dudes won a Super Bowl and played with him. Mm-hmm. They're saying the same thing that I'm thinking. <laughs> Put it this way. No one should be hating on Russell Wilson and Sierra being together. That's more respect than hating on both of those two and being booze. But you know together. how it goes. It's oh, like, absolutely. oh, he got his wife. They just mad. And she they didn't want to live in Seattle anymore. That's why they moved. And da, da, he's da, going da, da, to New York. The Giants need him. The Jets yeah. to trade for him. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a singer. You know, all that. Yeah. We want to hear all that from you. Was giving Russell Wilson the extension really the best move for Denver? Plus, Derrick Henry is once again the NFL's highest paid running back. Is he still the NFL's best running back? That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, and this is ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles, and really who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This groove is good for the show. It's good for the soul. And damn it, it's good for the country. I'm Keyshawn J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance. Catch us on ESPN Radio. Tell your smart speaker to just say play ESPN Radio, as well as Sirius XM Channel 80. So people want to continue to weigh in about Russell Wilson. Moving on that from crazy Seattle. Crazy is it? Ain't it, though? It just makes you feel all good inside, don't it? Friday, Seriously. man. Friday heading into a holiday. Yeah, I mean, you should see Alan Yates. He had the whole, like, gangster head bob going on and everything. Man, oh, man, I, I feel so much better now. How much better do you feel about Russell Wilson getting that money from Denver because Seattle did not want him anymore? Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line like Jeff in Wisconsin. Jeff, what's up? Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, I guess Jeff doesn't Jeff want to talk. So is not... <laughs> not with there. us at yeah. the moment. No, he isn't. But Anthony in Seattle is. Anthony, what do, you, what do you have? Hey, guys. How's it going? Big fan of the show. Appreciate you. Me too. How you doing? Man. Man, um, uh, I'm a big fan of the show, but one thing I'll say, that caller that called in and said Tyler Lockett was mediocre, man. He needs to look at the stats, man. <laughs> but I feel like Russell Wilson had two feet out the door. I was at most of the games last year. And to see uh, a man that preaches, oh, play 100%, play 100%, and it's third and 25, you turn and hand the ball off to Rashard Penny and trot to the sideline before the game, before the play even ended, I felt like he was already out the door. He didn't want to play for us no more. It wasn't Seattle that wanted to get rid of him. It was him that wanted to get rid of us. That could be true. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that certainly could be true because they were at – you know, they have their differences or whatever the case may have been. Sure. Uh, that could be true. But at some point, though, 
you as an organization have to come to the realization on whether or not you want to pay a guy that type of money because he was going to have to get paid as a starting quarterback in Seattle at a number that is in line with all the other starting mm-hmm. quarterbacks in the National Football League for that mm-hmm. matter. And I'm sure Seattle looked at it and they said, no, we don't want to go there because we're not getting where we want to go doing the things that Russ wants to do. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson basically had confirmed to him what Seattle felt about him. Because remember before the Super Bowl, not the the previous one, but the one before that where he said he didn't feel that his opinion or his growth was valued as much to the organization like it should have been. He let it be known key right then and there how the Seattle Seahawks felt about him. So I'm not going to say that he had one foot out the door, but he wasn't thinking that Seattle was going to be the only team he's going to play for in the NFL. And then what did Seattle do? They basically justified saying, we don't believe we can win the way you want to play. And we're not going to commit that kind of money to you that other quarterbacks are getting. And Russell Wilson said, you know, deuces, I'm out of here. You need to move on from me. And they did. And everybody's happy now. Why, why did the Indianapolis Colts move on from Peyton Manning? Because he was injured. Because he was injured. Hmm? He was injured. Not you hurt, think if injured. he was healthy, they would have traded him? Hell no. No. And he only won one Super Bowl. That's my whole point. My whole point is you don't move on from quarterbacks. It's not a receiver. It's not a pass rusher. It's not a running back. It's not a left tackle. It's a franchise quarterback. Franchise quarterbacks go from A to Z with organizations. Sure. When they get to be older, Joe Montana-ish, with a Steve Young sitting behind him, right. you move on from him. But when you got Drew Locke, well, you didn't have Drew Locke at the time. You had Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. And before that was Tavares Jackson. Right. Behind your Super Bowl winning quarterback, your two-time NFC Championship appearing quarterback, two-time Super Bowl appearing quarterback, and you deal him. You In the prime of his career, you just don't see it, nor do mm-hmm. other teams do, do that. You just don't. Yeah, you see that with running backs who are disgruntled, and they move on, like Eric Dickerson with the Rams. Yes, disgruntled. at the end. Yeah, at the end. And they moved on. He moved on to Indianapolis Colts. But you're right. Quarterbacks still in the prime of their career – Denver couldn't you, wait to t- give him that t- tell kind of money. Me, tell me one quarterback that won a Super Bowl, won right. a Super Bowl mm-hmm. in the prime of their careers okay. that was legit that a team moved on from. It, that, that, that person's never existed until now. That, I, that I could see. I, I, don't, I don't remember that happening in the history of the NFL. Seriously. When it comes I to mean, that. people could say, well, they moved on from Brett Favre. Brett Favre played with them for about three years, and then they said, well, we got Aaron Rodgers. Okay, we're good. But they held on to Brett forever. Right, until he, they felt he, that Aaron was ready and Brett was out at outlived his due date in terms of being in the league the, quarterback. The Miami Dolphins held on to Dan Marino till he couldn't walk anymore. <laughs> on one leg. And they still trying to replace him. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that I'm saying that gives me the belief that Seattle, and I ain't hear this from nobody, but it gives me the belief that Seattle felt like we're not going to go where we need to go with him at quarterback and pay him that type of money yeah. to do what we don't want to do. Right. And if we did what we needed to do like we did in the beginning of his career, we can do that with anybody. That's just my belief, but 
Hell, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Canada, North Carolina, trying not to be wrong about the Broncos giving Russell Wilson that money at 888-729-3776. Oh, he just dropped. What's going on? People want to weigh in, and then their phones drop. Yeah, they need better. You know, they service. hear the voice. They hear the voices, and they like, man, we probably don't want to talk to them because they probably <laughs> they're they gonna, probably they, they're gonna correct us. Yeah, they probably gonna correct us. Let me let me hang up. I had a different thought till he said that. I've never heard that before regarding regarding Carla saying, you know what? They're getting too much into the truth. Yeah, I don't want that kind of truth. By the truth known about Keyshawn's Dodgers, they're running away with the NL West. They're gonna yes, continue to that do that correct. as they host the San Diego Padres on Sunday Night Baseball. Covers Sunday Night Baseball begins at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and cast the game on TV at 7 o'clock on ESPN. So did the Knicks really miss out when it comes to not getting Donovan Mitchell, who is now a Cleveland Cavalier? We'll get to that. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. The unofficial end of summer happening this weekend with Labor Day weekend. Got plenty of college football around, but as far as I'm concerned, Keyshawn Johnson, me and the missus, we got a backyard barbecue that we're going to. A friend of ours is celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary, and I have been promised there'll be more pork. No raisins in the potato salad. God, no. Uh Uh-uh. That's un-American. That is 100% un-American. It ain't that kind of barbecue, Key. I can tell you right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that kind of barbecue, my friend. And you know exactly where I'm going with that when it comes. mm, mm, mm. So they ain't taking the package out the meat and throwing it right on the grill? No, no, (laughs) no. My boy's already, he's been marinating the ribs 
where he's got it. He's going to have like kind of a dry rub for one part of the ribs. And then the other ribs, he's had it marinating and kind of like this Louisiana sauce and everything. It's going to be done right the meat this right weekend. Off the meat right off the package onto the grill. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to watch you. I'm going to watch you, but I'm not going to sit in 115-degree heat. I don't blame and Watch you. them play rice and, and crawl to a victory. I, I'm not going to be able to do that. You don't think it's going to be a blot? You think it's going to be crawling to a victory? We always struggle the first first game of the year with these teams. I they, I don't know why. It's just, I mean, last time I went to the opening day was Western Michigan about four years ago, mm-hmm. and that was like a a dog fight to the end against it was. Western Michigan. Yeah, a, a mid American like conference a dog goal. fight. Yep, I remember you watching know? that. <laughs> I remember seeing it going, man. The Fresno USC State, just, them type of teams. They just, I don't know what it is, but no, I'm not gonna watch. I'm 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 gonna watch it, but not at in the stands sitting in the heat. Because my one thing with that, it's going to be with the new coaches, the new places where you got Lincoln Raleigh, USC, you got Brian Kelly down at LSU. To me, it's going to be the fan reaction after that first game because if USC looks great, you know it's going to be said by a lot of alumni. Oh, that's right. That's why you got Lincoln Riley. If USC doesn't look the way they want USC to look like, man, maybe you shouldn't have got Lincoln Riley. It's always the fan reaction key or the alumni reaction, depending on how the end result turns out with a new head coach at a story program like USC or LSU. Well, see, the great thing, the great thing about USC is at times we could be a little delusional <laughs> with what we think we are versus what we truly are. And if they get off to a slow start and doesn't look great, because he went out in the portal and got so many players, Absolutely. there's no excuse. If you wouldn't go, if he didn't go out in the portal, he could have blamed it on the talent that was already there. Right. That's gonna be the that's the that's gonna be the problem because they built it to win right now versus later. Yeah, I don't mind that because Lincoln Riley's letting it be known that we're not just going to sit back anymore as USC, and he treated like it was NFL free agency. Dudes that he wanted to get, dudes that he knew he was able to make that work. We'll see if that's going to do it right from day one of USC football. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports the Cavaliers make a trade with the Jazz to get Donovan Mitchell. Utah will get Lowry Markinen, Ochai Abaji, Colin Sexton, and three unprotected first-round picks in that trade. So why not strike while the iron's hot here? Get a, a top-10 score in the league in Donovan Mitchell. Add him to a tremendous combo all-star guard in Darius Garland, and let's go for it. We're Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us at Keyshawn, Jabel, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. You know you want to do the BBD. You can go right ahead and do it. We're not going to get in your way on ESPN Radio. Also, listen to KJM, your smart speaker. Just say play ESPN Radio. It was more about the Knicks not getting Donovan Mitchell than Cleveland getting Donovan Mitchell. That was part of the narrative about that big trade involving the Jazz, moving on from Donovan Mitchell and moving to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's bring in Jeff Van Gundy, who coached the New York Knicks, part of his NBA career as a coach. Now does a great job with the ESPN NBA analyst. Jeff, before we get to that, he and I had a conversation about the Labor Day cookout. We want to know, will Jeff Van Gundy be on the grill for the cookout at the Van Gundy household? Well, my wife put in a, what do you call that, the outdoor kitchen. Uh-huh. And, uh, that was about a decade ago, and it's been used like three times 
in our life. So, per hot dog, I think that cost me a lot. <laughs> wow. Okay. We'll put it this way. That hot dog's going to cost you a lot. We'll move on from that. A lot of people want to know about the hot dog that the New York Knicks did not get when it comes to Donovan Mitchell. How surprising was it to you that these two teams, the Knicks and Utah, could not agree on a deal to bring Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks? I was surprised. Uh, I thought they were uh, great trade partners, and Mitchell wanted to be uh, in New York, and so I'm surprised it didn't get done. And I think the rush to judgment either way on uh, them not doing it or Cleveland doing it or what package Utah uh, got it's it, it's too early to say because I, I think Donovan Mitchell. Listen, the Knicks need a best player, um, a great player to start building uh, their franchise back up to where they want to go. You don't get there with pretty good players. You get there with star players, and Donovan Mitchell, I think, is a, a definite top twenty-five player in the league, and so. I'm surprised he's not in New York, um, but they've got to keep searching because they need a best player. And we'll see down the road what the draft picks turn into, but I really like what Cleveland did. I, I think they have a tremendous core four players right now with Garland, Mitchell, Mobley, and Jared Allen. Coach, what could have Donovan Mitchell done for the Knicks, though, if they would have re- got him, acquired him, and knowing the fact that they wouldn't have been in contention, so to speak, to compete based on their roster and their makeup, what is it that he could have truly done for them? Well, he would have made them better for sure. He would have been their best player from day one, and it wouldn't be close. Last year he shot a career high and effective field goal percentage. Uh, He would have made them a much more explosive offensive team And, you know, people talk about, well, he wouldn't have made them a championship contender. Mm -hmm. Well, no, not by himself, but you have to make a first move to get a great player before the second great player wants to come or you're able to find him. And so, um, you know, they're still in that search. And until then, they're sort of treading water. You know, they've got some pretty good players. They got a lot of actually pretty good players. And what they need to do, in my opinion, is take some of these pretty good players and transform them into uh, at least one great player so that they have a foundational piece to build around. The coach, Jeff Van Gundy, ESPN NBA analyst, has joined us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Now that Donovan Mitchell's in Cleveland, are the Cleveland Cavs a legit team are they in that four five category or are they in that six seven eight category i think they're in the four five in 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 like they're a good really good team if you look at them they're big they play defense they've got great basket protection and now they have a backcourt even though it's smaller obviously um so I think their backcourt can be protected defensively because of their rim protection, mm-hmm. and they are absolutely explosive. I think people are forgetting how good Utah was in the regular season with Donovan Mitchell and Gobert. I mean, they achieved great things. And then they had some heartbreaking uh, playoff losses. 
But if you look back, Mitchell last year in the playoffs was not good. But previous to that, he was outstanding. And so I think they have a number one option offensively now that allows them to play with anybody um, in the Eastern Conference. Does that mean they're able to uh, get over the top and win the East next year? Um, I wouldn't say that, but I, I think they're really, really good. What does it say about the NBA that teams like Cleveland and Minnesota decided to swing for the fences and get those deals where Rudy Gobert and all those picks going one way, they get them to Minnesota, and the same that Donovan Mitchell going to Cleveland and all those picks going back to Utah? Well, from a fan standpoint, I think the fan bases have to try, have to appreciate that a team – you know, like Minnesota, who has uh, habitually been, you know, a very poor team, that mm-hmm. they're they're trying to win. And who knows if it's going to work, you know. Uh, right. Towns at power forward with Gobert. I, I don't know if it works or not. But I appreciate them trying to win. And uh, Cleveland, uh, their rebuild has gone, uh, you know, they lost LeBron James twice. And it's hard when you lose such a great player, but they've done a great job in uh, uh, judicious trades, uh, a great pick in Mobley in the draft, uh, Garland as well, and now trading for Donovan Mitchell. I, I think they've done a tremendous job in a rebuilding situation and giving their fan base uh, something to cheer about. Uh, I think the stockpiling of draft choices is interesting by both Utah and Oklahoma City. Uh, and I, I can't wait to see what that turns out to be. Is this the deepest when it comes to legitimate teams in the East and the West that you've seen the NBA, Jeff, in a long time? Well, the Eastern Conference for sure um, has incredible depth of teams like you know, New York, I think, um, if they had made the trade for Mitchell, would have been a playoff team, um, that 6-7-8 area. Uh, without him, uh, I, I struggle to see how, you know, how they can maneuver around uh, the other teams. I, I think the Bridges situation in Charlotte uh, is a challenging one for them, Uh but they're good, you know, like ball is good. They have some good young talent, but his legal situation throws a wrench in them. So, yeah, they got there's a lot of teams. And then you have teams like Detroit and Orlando who are not good in the Eastern Conference, but they have hope because they have some good young players. Right, right. Hey, Jeff, appreciate the time. Have a great holiday weekend. Continue success. I can't wait to talk to you soon, okay? Thanks a lot. All right, Coach. All right, take care, guys. Jeff Van Gundy, ESPN NBA analyst and former NBA coach, talking about Donovan Mitchell making the Caps a hot ticket in Cleveland. And Hot Ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. And key real quick, it's amazing how the NBA and the NFL keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper and younger, where tougher teams are going to be there to make the road to a championship even harder more than ever before. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to have your top-heavy teams. I mean, that's just the way it's always been. And, and it'll even itself out over the course of the season. But the good teams gonna, that are going to come out are going to come out. 
And the bad teams will have to try to make sure they don't stay that much longer and swing for the fences like we saw with Cleveland and also with Minnesota. Stephen A. Smith will talk about the New York Knicks. And that's all you need to know. That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.